Well, well, hello everyone, and welcome to Tour de Cycling. And this podcast is just starting up, so you're just in time to listen to every episode there is. Uh, this podcast will most likely be a weekly update thing where I'll run through what's happened in the week in the professional peloton. Some major races, any big news or anything like that. And then we'll move on to races that's happening soon. Um, I thought I'd quickly run through a few things today. It's not going to be a long episode today. Maybe just five or so minutes, but usually they'll be around 20 minutes, I would imagine. So make sure you watch out for those ones. But let's start with... Um, it's Zulia Basque Country, where Jonas Vinegard unsurprisingly won that with Lander in second and Izagira in third. Uh, good for Kofidis to have a top three finish, I think, uh, with Gadu coming out of third spot there. Uh, only two seconds behind Izagira though, so close battle there. Uh, James Knox also is a notable mention, coming 8th, he tried for a top 3 spot and he was only, well, if he had gone about 10 seconds further in front, he would have won, because he did do a solo effort. Um, In points, Jonas Vinegard won, youth Brandon McNulty, unsurprisingly, not much competition there. Um, Vinegard though was the favourite, uh, yeah, not much competition there either. He won three of the six stages, I believe. Just checking that now, he won stage six, three and four, uh, yes, Higita, stage five, Shelling, Stage 2, and Ethan Hayter, Stage 1. Uh, good for Ethan Hayter to have a victory as well. There's That's definitely a big win for Ineos and him. Uh, moving on to Paris-Roubaix Femme, which was won by Alison Jackson, the Canadian for EF Education. Uh, she was in the breakaway for most of the day, Um, with five other people who made it to the line for a small sprint, with the group containing Lotto Kopecky and Mariana Voss only 12 seconds behind. A big effort from Voss, though, to get back into that front, well, second group, because I believe she crashed or had a puncture, so she had to chase on there, and to maintain in that group was very impressive. Grace Brown was also in that group, Lucinda Brand, so lots of big names in there. Exciting race though over the cobbles, and everyone is, of course, looking forward to Paris-Roubaix men's. uh, We've got Van Bala um, for Yumbo with Van Art as well, so it'll be interesting to see how they play with Two favourites and Van Hoydonk is also a good um, person to have on the cobbles. Stefan Kung is 
for FDJ. Uh, Vanderpool obviously is a big favourite. Maybe Jasper Philipson if they can bring it to a sprint. Felipe Garner could be a possible option. But Mads Pedersen is also one as well. Uh, let's see. Peter Sagan, he's a pretty good um, rider these days. Also, Alexander Kristoff for Unix could be a outside opportunity for a win. Uh, the three invite teams, though, are Q36.5, Bingol, and Team Flanders. So they'll most likely be looking for a breakaway opportunity and get their sponsors some TV time. Uh, that's really all there is to talk about so far. A few small races happening around the world. Um, well, why don't we talk about Giro d'Italia quickly, just with a, the Volta Catalunya finish showing up recently. Big um, preview to Roglic versus Evnepoel. Although the Italian climbs are a more long and less steep compared to the Spanish steep and sharp climbs. Obviously, it will be a battle between Roglic and Evnepoel. Uh, Alexander Vlasov as well could be a um, top there, podium finish for him. But Leonard Kamnar is also there, so good for Vlasov. And Jai Hindley is not racing, there you go. I think we already knew that, but I would have thought he would have headed back to try to defend his title. Um, Ineos, they've got Ghana there, not surprising. Lee, um, Arisman and Thomas, probably dual leaders for them. Hasn't really worked out for them recently, but you know, they could get a podium this time. Um, Seb Kuss is going to be an important man for Primoz Roglic in that race. Jan Hurt as well could be good for Evnepoel. Mads Pedersen is also heading to Giro. Um, Giulio Giacconi. Jay Vine could be a good option for top 10 for UAE. And Mark Cavendish is heading there as well. Be trying to get a few um, sprint wins. Just looking at the sprint um, people here for the Giro. Mads Pedersen obviously is favourite for those. Fernando Gaviria as well. He's going to be, he'll be up there in the sprints. Caden Groves, Pascal Ackerman, uh, Magnus Court as well. He's going there into the Giro. There'll be an interesting fight for the uh, King of the Mountain jersey, I reckon, with probably the Italian invite teams trying to get it, but then later on maybe a Jaconi uh, or a uh, Kuss even, I would say. Bauman. Bauman will probably go for it. Um, Victor Lafay potentially. Geshka probably 
Yeah, so there are just a few people who I would imagine go for it. Maybe Jay Vine would go for it as well. Um, yeah, anyway, that's all I have to talk about now. Um, and I hope to see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Even though the episode was shorter than usual, well, shorter than it usually will be. Uh, thank-